Welcome to RCCG, Jesus Worship Centre, Brisbane, Queensland. A place of God's word, power and praise. Where Christ's love reigns, champions are raised, dreams come true. Listen and God bless you. Welcome to church. Welcome to your father's house. Welcome to your father's house. Brethren, God bless you. I bring you greetings from Pastor Aking. Some saw him this morning. He actually came to church, but um, he had to go off to the, our sister parish in Kabucho. That's why he's not here today. Brethren, this morning, by God's grace, we're looking at a sermon titled... I call him Abba Father. Can we all say it? I call him Abba Father. Just in case you've heard Abba Father, Abba Father in the last few weeks, you will yet hear it because by God's grace, that's the theme of this month. So we're going to dwell on it and dwell on it and dwell on it. And I want to bless the name of the Lord for the beautiful message that was brought to us last week by Pastor Livingston and he reminded us that a father 
through the story of his son, what the son said to him, he reminded us that a father has responsibility over his children. Praise the Lord. By God's grace, I'll be continuing on the same line, but focusing on the fact that we call him Abba Father. And there is a reason we call him that. Praise the Lord. Brethren, just in case you don't know, the word Abba is actually an Aramaic word for father. It is an Aramaic word for father. God created us in his image and likeness. And indeed, when we accepted Jesus into our lives through baptism, and even receiving him into our lives as Lord and personal Savior, we became his children. So by his grace, we are qualified to call him Father. Praise the Lord. There is a unique relationship, you know, and that's why Jesus tells us, you know, parables of fathers who take care of their children, regardless of what the children do. Like the example that was told us this morning in Sunday school about, uh, sorry, not in Sunday school, I think it was in the workers' meeting that the prodigal sons were mentioned, you know? Because there is already, you know, it says regardless of what they do. So both to the junior brother who was really prodigal, you know, and even to the senior one who indeed was also prodigal in his own way, you know, the Lord still showed mercy to all of them. That's what a father does. Brethren, when we talk about Abba Father, you know, the first thing he speaks of is relationship. You know, there is a level of closeness you can get to, to call God Father, to call him Abba Father. Some we call him Daddy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, indeed, when we think God the Father, we think God the Creator, the one who made heaven and the earth. When we think God, we think the Provider, the one who provides for all our needs. As it is with the earthly fathers, that is exactly how it is with our heavenly father. If our earthly fathers are responsible for us, how much more our heavenly father? Brethren, a father protects, a father cares, a father provides, a father prays for his children. A father, to an extent, is like a custodian of the future of the destiny, of the end of a child. I'm saying to an extent, because there are other things that contribute. But to a very large extent, a father is a key contributor to the end we get to. Praise the Lord. And we are considering our heavenly father. You know, we are considering our heavenly father. Brethren, in most cultures, people bear their father's name. I know that there are cultures that... Children bear their mother's name. But in most cultures in the world, children bear their father's name. And there is a reason. You know, when you bear someone's name, you are bearing the person's identity. You know, you, you, you know, you know a pastor once came to this church and the choir finished ministering. And he said, Jesus Worship Center, you look like your name. Why did he say that? Because the worship was so awesome. And it's still awesome. We thank God for the wonderful choir we have. He said, this church is called Jesus Worship Center. And that name, he says we look like it. Brethren, we have a heavenly father. And this morning, as we are discussing, I call him Abba Father. My question to you is, do you look like your father? I'm not talking about earthly father. Yeah, somebody said, yes, God bless you. You look like him indeed in Jesus' name. I'm talking about our heavenly father. You know? Do you look like your heavenly father? I know when we talk about father, the first thing that comes to everybody's mind is provision. We thank God. Our God will provide. Indeed, he will make the rain and the sun to shine on us because we're all his children, regardless of what we do. 
But brethren, my question to us this morning is, do we look like our Father? Do we look like our Heavenly Father? What are the things that our Heavenly Father does? What are those things that He does that we would like to look like Him? You know what I mean? What are the things that people can see in us and say, ah, ah, but as somewhere you really look like Abba Father. Brethren, what are those things that we can do? Praise the Lord. I want us to take our key test this morning from the book of Genesis chapter 22, verse 1 to 18. I call him Abba Father. Genesis chapter 22, 1 to 18. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went unto the place of which God had told him. Please, ushers, can someone please help me with water? Thank you. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. Praise the Lord. Brethren, verse 7 says, And Isaac spoke unto Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, son. My son. <coughs> and he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Verse 9. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and told and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither Praise the Lord. Verse 12. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me. Verse 13. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, behind him, a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him off a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself I have sworn, said the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing, 
and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed, as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and, this, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Brethren, I want us to read that late, the later part of that verse together. The Bible says in that book of Genesis, you know, it says in Genesis 22 verse 18, And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? Thank you. Because thou hast obeyed my voice. Brethren, because thou hast obeyed my voice. So just because... Abraham, the father of Isaac, obeyed the voice of his father in heaven. Obeyed the voice of Abba, father. God chose to bless not just him, his son Isaac, but all of his generations, including us. Because I know we keep singing, Abraham's blessings are ours. Brethren, I dare tell you this morning, if you call him Abba, father, then you have to obey his voice. Praise the Lord. But then we thank God, he will provide for us. Whether we ask him or not, he will provide for us. Abba Father is a provider. By virtue of being father, he will give. He is responsible, he's accountable. You know, he's all of that. But brethren, my challenge to us this morning, if you are in this room and under the sound of my voice, and you call God Abba Father, my question to you is, do you obey his voice? I want you to ponder on it for a moment. Do you obey God's voice? You call him Abba Father for protection, for provision, you know, for all of that. Or do you obey his voice? You know, brethren, I really, really want us to reflect on this. Do you know that Isaac trusted his father enough to follow his father? To obey his father. I'm talking about Isaac. I don't know if anyone can guess what age Isaac was at the time of the sacrifice. Anybody? Okay. A pastor says 17. I'm not sure of the exact age, but I know that he must have been a teenager. And most teenagers are not, are not people who don't know anything. You know what I mean? So you cannot just tell a teenager, follow me. And then you, can, you get somewhere, you are laying somewhere, and he's looking, he's seeing that there's nothing, he knows. I mean, this generation of children, what do you think they would do? I will run. I will definitely run away. If I can't challenge my father, at least I can run. I have two legs, right? But Isaac obeyed his father. So you see, the obedience that came from the father... You know, you call him Abba Father. You know? Abraham learned that obedience. Isaac learned that obedience. We are basking in the blessing that this one's had. Are we obedient to our father? That's my question for us this morning. You know, Isaac had complete faith in his father. He didn't utter a word of discontent in the long journey as they went up that mountain. He obeyed Abraham. Even when Abraham told him to put himself upon the altar. <laughs> seeing that there was firewood. <laughs> Isaac believed that his father 
knew the very best for him and had the best of intention. You know, Isaac believed that it will end well. He believed it will end his praise, in, in praise. He knew that if his father was involved, it will end in praise. Brethren, in your own life circumstances, as you grapple with issues, do you have that blessed assurance that if you call God Abba Father, that matter will end in praise? Do you? Brethren, if you want to claim the blessings of Abraham, look, we claim it by adoption into the family of God. But if you really want to enjoy the fullness of it, I want to encourage you to be like your father, to look like your father. Not just Father Abraham, but Abba Father. We're talking about Abba Father, the Lord God Almighty. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, talking about Jesus Christ, remember when he was facing all those temptations. If you go to the book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 36. When it became too much, when it became overwhelming, what did Jesus say? He said, Abba, Father, Mark 14, 36. All things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Praise the Lord. Brethren, we know how close Jesus was, still is, to the Father. So close that while, in his, in, while on earth, in his earthly ministry, he could hardly do anything without first saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He was that close to him. But even he went through trials. How much more we? He went through challenges. You know, having challenges in life is not a sign that you are not a Christian. Hello? You know, some people look at us sometimes and they say, Only you. This problem, this problem, this problem. Are you sure you're a Christian? Those are the people that are not Christians. We are Christians. We are named after Jesus Christ. We are Christ-like. We are Christians. The one we are named after went through trials. But those trials did not overwhelm him. And so we will overcome. We are overcomers in Jesus' name. We are overcomers in Jesus' name. We are overcomers because we call God Abba, Father. Brethren, do you look like your father? Do you believe that all things are possible for Abba Father? But there are things that Abba Father will choose to live the way they are for a reason. And that's why, despite all the laboring that Paul labored, the Lord left a ton in his flesh. He is Abba Father. All of those things will work together for our good. And we'll get to see the reason in Jesus' name. Brethren, the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 15 tells us, you have not received the spirit of slavery leading to fear again. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, and I dare our daughters, by which we cry out, Abba Father. By adoption, by God's grace, all of us seated here, are bold enough to call him Abba Father. And we can boldly say we are his children. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
And Galatians 4, 6 tells us that because we are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. I'm reading these two scriptures because I want to let us know that for us to really call him Abba, Father, we need to be linked by his spirit. We need to be helped by his spirit. It is his spirit that would help us to understand Abba, Father, and what he wants us to be. You know, you cannot be like a father you don't even know. And that's why Job 11.32 tells us that they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Some of us don't know our earthly fathers despite a lot of efforts. But brethren, there are those that go out of their way to try and know who their earthly father is. Praise the Lord. For our God in heaven, the more you seek to know him, if Daniel could say that he needed to know his God, if he could read the books, if he could search history, understand the times and seasons that his father had earmarked for him, things would not have been easy. So I want to encourage you. If you want to truly call him Abba Father, seek to know him by the help of the Holy Spirit. Brethren, seek to know him by the help of the Holy Spirit. And remember to obey him. Remember that to call him Abba Father, you, be, you have to be a steward to what he wants you to be. A true servant. Obey him in every way that he wants you to. Brethren, everything we have in life comes from God. All that we will ever become comes from him. You must continually acknowledge that if you call him Abba Father, you must have that gratitude, attitude, and mindset to know that he owns you, he owns your time, he owns your seasons, he owns your career, he owns your inventions, and he will surely help you. I dare call him Abba Father. Brethren, we've mentioned living a life of obedience. But if you call someone your father, you do the things that he likes. And one of the things that our father likes is for us to have communion with him. I think we mentioned this morning in Sunday school about abiding with our father. I think that was Sunday school. No, no, no. That was workers' meeting. Abiding with our father. There has to be a relationship. If I call him Abba Father, I will seek to abide in him. I will seek to, like Mary, sit at the feet of Jesus, study Jesus, understand him, understand his father. Praise the Lord. Brethren, I will seek to have a true relationship with him. I mean, who likes a child who all he does? Imagine your child doesn't live in Brisbane, and anytime he calls you, is dad, I want blah, blah, blah. Not dad, how are you? Daddy, how is your work? How are things with you? No relationship. The things that your father has is definitely going to pass on to you. It's a given. But those who have a relationship with their father, they gain much more. So why don't you seek to have a relationship with your father? Seek to have a relationship with your father. It will make so much difference. It will make so much difference. Seek to hallow the name of Abba Father, even as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ taught us in the book of Matthew. 
in chapter 6 from verse 9, it says, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It's only after that you then go out to give us this day. Brethren, if you love your father, you will behave like him. And you behave like his son, Jesus Christ. Who was able, even at the cross, to say, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Brethren, if you call him Abba, Father, you will, you will forgive. You will forgive. You will forgive those who offended you and come to you to say, I'm sorry. But guess what? You will also forgive those that don't come to you. Because you will have a heart of compassion that says, maybe they don't even know they are offending me. Do you know that that's a possibility? Do you, does anybody, can anybody relate to what I'm, talk, I'm talking about? Sometimes someone has offended you and you are waiting patiently for the person to come and apologize to you. But the person doesn't even know that they've offended you. So, if you call God Abba Father and you believe in Jesus Christ and you are Christ-like, then like Jesus, you will say, Father, forgive them. Whether they come to ask for apology or not. Brethren, if you call God Abba Father, you will live a life like we've mentioned, that is Holy Spirit controlled. If you call God Abba Father, then you will live a sacrificial life, a selfless life, like Jesus did. He's the one we are named after, we are Christ-like. Praise the Lord. If we call him Father, we will be vigilant. Remember that even though Isaac did not revolt, his eyes were open enough to know that there was something happening, right? If he wasn't vigilant, he wouldn't have known enough to ask his father where the lamb was. Brethren, we need to be vigilant. The Bible tells us in so many places that we need to be, you know, vigilant. Praise the Lord. If we call him Abba Father, then we must have the mind of Christ in us. Because God the Father is the Father of Jesus Christ. And we are Christians. We are named after Jesus Christ. So we must have the mind of Christ in us. Praise the Lord. We must have the mind of Christ in us. And apart from studying God's word, praying to him and doing all that, one way to have the mind of Christ is to behave like a child. And when I say behave like a child, I'm not saying don't grow up. That's not what I mean. I mean in terms of, you know, if you see two children fighting over a ball, in five, ten minutes, what do they do? They come back. But adults, we go home, especially if they're women, and dissect that matter. No. Have the mind of a child. If you truly call him Abba Father, give benefit of the doubt. Do not be judgmental of others. Brethren, I encourage us to place our hope in Abba Father. Hope of everything in life should be placed on Abba Father. Praise the Lord. 1 Timothy 21, 4 to 10, uh, sorry, 1 Timothy 4, 
10 to 11 says, this is why we work hard and continue to struggle for our hope. It's in the living God, who is the savior of all people and particularly of all believers. Teach these things and insist that everyone learn of them. He says, these things command and teach. Command and teach. Brethren, our hope must be in Abba Father. And then we know that there are so many scriptures that remind us that a father chastises a child he loves. There might be arguments about whether you should use the cane or not. But regardless of how you do it, whether you are telling the child to go and face the wall, or you are just telling the child to go and sit in the toilet, whatever it is, we are not here to prescribe how you discipline your child. But do it with wisdom. Do it with love. But correct your child. Brethren, Abba Father sometimes corrects us. What's our attitude towards his correction? There are times that we go through wilderness experience. There are times it appears like we are in that cave and we are forgotten what is our attitude. When he's passing us through the furnace, are we focusing on the gold that will come out of us? Purer, with more glitter. Brethren, if you call God Abba Father, then accept the discipline that God gives. And I'm talking about the discipline that God gives us our Abba Father, but remember that God has Jesus Christ, and God has placed authority in Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ has placed authority over fathers on earth, whether in ministry or in families. The same attitude. They don't become God at all, but if you obey your father, obey people he's put in authority over you. Honor your father and mother. Brethren, if you call God Abba Father, spread the good news of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Brethren, the question one more time is, do you call God Abba Father? Do you call God Abba Father? If you call him Abba Father, then I want you to know that he has given the grace for salvation to all men. Like I mentioned earlier, he allows the sun and the rain to shine on all of us. But he wants to draw us close to himself. Are you here in this house? And you love Abba Father. You love the things he provides you with. You love all the beautiful things he gives you, but you don't have a relationship with him. You can call him Abba Father. But he's just looking at you as a general child. You know what I mean by general child? You are not that special child. You are not like David whom he looked at and said, this is a man after my heart. You know, you are not a friend of God. Are you boldly calling him Abba Father when you don't really, you know, you don't really know him deeply and you are not willing to accept him into your life as Lord and personal Savior? I want us to bow our hearts and bow our heads. Is there anyone in this place? And you have a casual relationship with God. You come to church every Sunday. Or once a month. Or once in a year. But deep down, you know that you don't have a true relationship with him. You know that only prayer you pray is when you come to church. Or just a casual prayer once in a while. Are you in this house today? And you like to say, God, from today I want to call you Abba Father. By accepting your son 
Jesus Christ into my life as Lord and personal Savior. I want to obey the call to give my life to Christ. If you are such a person, please raise up your hand. Don't be shy to do it. If you are in this house today, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ as Lord and personal Savior. So that from today, things will turn around. By God's grace, we are all Christians. Is there someone who would like to rededicate their lives to Christ? And have a paradigm shift from looking at Abba Father as just a provider. But seek that from today, they will have a true relationship with Abba Father. That starts with obedience. Remember, we read even in that Genesis chapter 22 about the fact that Abraham actually was, was made a father of nations and God blessed him because he obeyed God's voice. Are you here and you want to rededicate your life to Christ? Can I see your hands up? Praise the Lord. Can we just begin to pray? Here we are. Please, I want us to stand up. Please stand up and begin to pray. Every one of us, please stand. I want us to ask God that from today, when we say we call him Abba Father, we should do it with all certainty. Please go ahead and pray. Brother you please help me with the song. How deep the Father's love. But then I want us to pray with all of our heart that from today, we will genuinely call God Abba Father with every obedience that is attached to it. That when the word of the Lord says, don't do this, you don't twist it around. You don't turn the word of God to suit you. But you take God's word as it is. But then I want you to pray for yourself. That from today, you will love God for all that he is. In his provisions, in his chastening, in all that he does, you will love him. But even, even as the choir helps us, and we're going to sing that song. That says how deep the Father's love is. Please carry on. How deep the Father's love for us. How much beyond all measure. That we should How great the pain 
provisions. It's your word that says we should ask till our joy is full. And we will ask, but Lord, we will start by hallowing your name. We will start by seeking to know you. We will start by forgiving man whom you are forgiving. We will be sacrificial in our giving. We will serve you. We will obey even the fathers you put ahead of us, even as we obey you, obey you Abba Father. Help us, O oh Lord. The grace to be doers of your word. Grant unto us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you're clapping, clap for Jesus. Amen. Let us pray for the woman of God that the Lord has used to speak to us. I want us to bless her, that the Lord will bless and keep her. The Lord will perfect all that concerns her. Let us pray. That God will take her deeper in him and he will perfect all that concerns her. Bless her household and ministry in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Everlasting Father, we thank you. We thank you because you are our Father, our lover, our redeemer, our God, our friend. We thank you because you're always there to hear us when we call. We thank you because you called us your own and you adopted us as sons. You said, herewith I call you no more servants because a servant does not know what his master is doing. But you called us your children. You called us your friend. We thank you for this glorious estate. We pray, almighty God, that we'll continually dwell in this knowledge and grace in Jesus' name. And we pray for your daughter that you abuse, oh God. Please bless her in Jesus' name. Father, take her deeper in you. Cause her to grow roots downwards and let her bear fruit upwards in the name of Jesus. Shield her household with the blood of Jesus. Surround them with your holy fire. Lord, cause them to grow higher and deeper in you. Thank you, Father, because they are blessed on every side. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have you been impacted by this message? Please share your experience with the pastor of the church, either via email, info, 
rccg Jesus Worship Center dot org dot au or please call plus six one four double six zero six two five eight zero.